Welcome so, back to the Kim Show. Um, Kimbo so the Himbo. Upper bodies. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, because the, funny, the funniest part was that there was no need. Hi, I'm Jay. Hey, I'm Kim. And this is Triple Cripples. Triple Cripples was created by two black disabled women. For the black and non-black women, femmes, and non-binary people of color living with disabilities each and every day, whose stories remain hidden from view. Thank you for joining us on this very special episode of Triple Cripples. Today we'll be talking to Kimberly. Say hey. Hi. We'll be talking to her about her dating experiences. So uh, let's get right into it. Okay. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. The way you were speaking, it just felt like it was one of those shows. Sexual. So. so when did you start dating? Um, I was like a boy age? for most of my life, so I don't really know. <laughs> when did you start dating as a woman? <laughs> If that's what you want to do. So you were a tomboy for a lot of your... Not even that. I don't think I felt like I had a a sex because I didn't fit as what people said a girl was or I didn't want all of that weakness and... Women are, incred- women are incredibly well, strong. I didn't Because I know that. the way that women are described is just kind of like, oh, so emotional, just just fainting everywhere. Yes. And women are incredibly strong. I didn't know that at that age. I just mm-hmm. saw them as weak, fragile, all the things that I was Needing not. I was protecting. big, they were small, they needed protecting. I didn't because I didn't get protected and things like that. So for yeah, me... Yeah, well, it's kind of hell up. You didn't, you didn't get protected. It's a long thing. We'll talk about that on another episode. We'll talk about it. But, okay. so I didn't really see things in that way. So... As I was growing, and maybe if I did have feelings, either way, um, they were all very convoluted. So I think I really started interacting in non-platonic ways with other humans quite late. Around the same age as you, actually. Oh, okay. We're late bloomers. I mean, I don't feel like I was a late bloomer. I feel like I felt like I wasn't part of you lot and so she's a different species yes when i did start dating it was interesting because obviously i'm tall and i'm big so there was there were clear differences between me the way i was treated and the way other women were treated yeah um who might have been smaller than me who might have been thinner than me who and who might have been shorter than me and who may have been more light-skinned than me or a different race to me and so there were all of these differences already but dating as an able-bodied person and dating as a disabled person or yeah, someone with a disability is hugely different. There's a huge difference because it's like suddenly you're not just concerned about whether you're going to be uh, a great person or they're going to like your personality. Yeah. You're overly concerned with are they going to be seeing me as less than because. Yeah. Oh no, I've got the crutches. There's a lot of embarrassment depending on how you have accepted where you are and what condition you have i my condition took me a very long time to accept because yeah. you go through a mourning period nobody tells you about that like if you become disabled there is a mourning period for what you've lost because mm-hmm. right. you do feel like you've lost something yeah. and so finding that kind of esteem or finding that thing that says to you oh you know you are like you're still a person you're still cool yeah you've still got your personality so you then what before. kind of differences can you tell us about dating as an able-bodied woman and then as a um, disabled first of all uh, just on a practical level where you can go 
Yes. Where you can go. True, true, true. Where you can go. Even planning where you can go. Mm. Like it's it's no longer a case of, okay, I'm going to leave it to you. You just decide where we're going and then we're going to... So, no, it's stop. Like, we can't go there. It's like, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you have to... Where they would then just be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to take you somewhere and surprise. They don't want to do... First of all, this has really taught me that men, a lot of dudes especially... Yeah. make minimal effort minimal they don't want to make any effort for anything because even you saying to them okay you need to consider that there are steps that oh you just organize it <laughs> my friend i give up <laughs> it's like, wait all i said was just make sure it's accessible it's the same way oh it's just got one service i can't do one you can't do one step exactly <laughs> you no. figure it out like honestly <laughs> Like, it's a one step too much. Exactly, but it's not even. It's like they they're gonna look on the online anyway to check the thing. It's like just go to the accessibility session or make a call. They don't wanna do that. It's like no, that's too much work for me. You figure it out. You tell us where we're gonna go, and that already changes the dynamic. I don't wanna make the effort. Thank you. Where they don't wanna make the effort, and so you are having to, and it's almost like you're having to bring things to the table to prove to them that you know you're worthy and it's because okay yeah patriarchy the way that life is set up men feel like they have to chase and if they're not chasing that means they feel that they're on a pedestal and you have to now climb up to them and worship them and hang off their dick as they're deciding if they want you or not and that's not who i am she's I'm not trying to hang one, she's not trying to hang <laughs> off dicks yeah i'm not trying to image she's not trying to hang off i'm dicks. on the pedestal <laughs> You need to hang off my dick. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Hang off my dick.